Life Audio. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to the Sacred Summer Pause Series. Six weeks of guided meditations to bring rest and renewal to your soul. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, and I am delighted that you are here. We're going to pause here for a quick break for a word from our sponsors, and then we'll be back for our meditation. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on The Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Well, before we get started, I want to invite you to download the Sacred Summer Pause Meditation Journal that I've created for you. You'll find a link for it in the show notes. It has each scripture that we will be reflecting on printed into it, as well as all of the prompts and places for you to record your thoughts and reflections. I'm hopeful that this is a tool you can easily take with you, no matter where your summer takes you. And if you're finding these meditations helpful, share them with a friend or two, and then grab your favorite summer treat and discuss together how God is leading you. I strongly believe that doing something like this in community not only leads you into deeper relationships with those around you, but also with God. So give it a try and let me know what you think. Well, with that... Let's go ahead and get started. And to do that, I first want to invite you to start by taking some deep in and out breaths. These deep breaths signal to our body, it's time to be present here. As you're breathing in, ask the Lord to help you take notice of Him. And as you exhale, just notice what is it that is heavy right now for you? What's distracting? And just ask the Lord to hold those things for you. 
Keep taking deep in and out breaths. And as you do, let me pray for us. Oh Lord, thank you for this time set aside to be present with you. We pray that by the power of your spirit, your word would be living and active in our lives. That you would guide us to notice the things that you want us to notice. And that you would lead us into the conversations that we need to have with you. We pray, Lord, that this would be a real encounter with you that would lead us closer to your heart, that we would know your love more as a result of this, and that we would feel your peace. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today's meditation theme is finding peace. And as a little bit of setup for the passage that we are focusing on, it is from the Gospel of John. And in this passage, Jesus has just been resurrected. And the disciples have heard the news from Mary. She was one of the first people to see Jesus resurrected. But they have not yet seen Jesus. So they're locked in this room together, and the scripture tells us that they're afraid. Now, it's not unreasonable to think that they should be afraid, actually, because the Jewish leaders who had killed Jesus have probably now set their sights on his followers. So it is reasonable that they might be a little afraid of what could happen next. So as I read the first time for you, I want to invite you to just imagine what this scene was like and to imagine that you're one of the people in that room, whether it's a disciple or a close friend. And as you are present there, just imagine what would be happening in your heart and mind and soul. You are probably confused You're trying to process what's happened. You're probably grieving because you loved Jesus deeply. You've heard this account from Mary. You're hopeful. And yet, honestly, this news is just really unbelievable. It is too good to be true. And yet we know it is true. So as I read, just allow this scene to come to life in your imagination And then I'll give you some prompts to reflect on it after the reading. So this is our first reading of John 20, verses 19 through 29. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them, and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. 
And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again. And Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Take a moment to reflect on what stood out to you in this passage. As I read this for you a second time, notice that Jesus says, Peace be with you, three different times in the passage. Ask the Spirit to help you notice the peace that Jesus was bringing to the disciples in this moment, and to notice what's happening around each statement. After the reading, we'll take a moment to reflect on this peace and ask the Lord, how it is that we need peace today. So this now is our second reading of John 20, 19 through 29. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, 
their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So take a moment now to reflect on how is it you need Jesus' peace today? The first time that Jesus says, Peace be with you, is the first time he saw the disciples. And this is actually a common Jewish greeting. It's not shaming them for their fear or chastising them for being sequestered. It's him greeting them and giving them peace. The second time he says, Peace with you, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. This is now a reminder of their mission, that they are called to go, that they are sent. And staying sequestered or staying safe is not an option. The third time Jesus speaks, he seems to be speaking directly to Thomas when he says, Peace be with you. And then he says, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Again, I want you to hear this not as a chastisement. Jesus is not chastising Thomas. He's not shaming him, but he's calling him to action to stop doubting and believe. So as you hear these invitations to peace, What do you feel Jesus is inviting you into? Is there a fear you need to overcome? Is there a truth you need to remember about what he's inviting you to do? Or is there a doubt you need to lay aside? So take a few moments now and 
Respond to God however you believe He is inviting you to respond. Jesus has a lot to say about the peace that he brings to us throughout the New Testament. So I want you to just take a few deep breaths right now and to hear some additional words of Jesus about the peace he is offering you. John 16:33 says, I've told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. In Matthew eleven twenty-eight through thirty, in the Message translation, Jesus says, "This: Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion?" Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And finally, in Mark 4, 39-40, we see Jesus bring peace into the middle of a storm. They're on a boat together, and it says this, Jesus got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? So take a moment now to rest in the peace, in the calm, and in the quiet that Jesus is offering you. And ask yourself, if I'm not feeling his peace, is there something that he might want me to change? 
So what comes to mind and just offer that to him. As a way of closing, I want to invite you to again take a few deep breaths and receive Jesus' peace. Jesus says, Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. May you go in peace. Lord, we thank you for the offer of peace. Help us to receive it and rest in it. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, friends, I want to keep this short, but if you are enjoying this, do me a favor. Leave me a review or pass it on to a friend. Both of those things are deeply meaningful for me. I also want to thank Life Audio for their partnership. You can go to lifeaudio.com to find out more about them. And you can find out more about me and other resources that I have for you through the links in the show notes. So friend, we will see you next week. Enjoy your sacred summer. A crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.